This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Welcome in another edition of Curd and Long. See Sparky Fiverr with you, of course, 1250 AM, The Fan in beautiful Milwaukee. Follow me on Twitter at Sparky Radio. He is Ryan Horvat, uh, of course, of BetMGM Tonight, Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, uh, and himself. Uh, while you're watching the games, you listen to them, the BetQL Radio Network with BetMGM Tonight, and they'll give you tips and betting advice and entertaining, always entertaining that show. Uh, as they react uh, as games are going on. And joining us, special guest to lead off the show, he is Bill Williamson of silverandblackpride.com. Follow him on Twitter at BWilliamsonNFL. Uh, and if you're old like me and old like Bill, you remember Bill used to cover the Packers back in the day for the Appleton Post Crescent and yeah. stayed in touch with Bill Williamson this whole time for all of his uh, travels around the country. And before we came on, him and I were just talking about uh, the Broncos uh, and just how horrible. Uh, that has turned out, and you you obviously used to cover the Denver Broncos back in the day. Uh, your thoughts on just what it looks like? Obviously, everybody's still in the same division, so you still got to deal with the Broncos, but that's something else there, man. You get Russell Wilson, that doesn't work. Then you bring in you know, uh, a good coach and Sean Payton, and it still doesn't work. Yeah, allegedly good coach, right? I allegedly. Mean, you are, you are yeah. what you are right now. Um, yeah, I mean, the Broncos have given the Raiders a, a a lifeline, a break. You know, I mean, the Raiders are one and three like the Broncos, and their only win is a one-point win over Denver. And I don't know if a one-point win over the Denver Broncos looks all that great on a resume these days. No. Um, the Raiders have beaten the Broncos seven uh, games in a row. And the Broncos and the big picture in the Broncos, I don't know how it's going to get better anytime soon. I mean, you're tied into – you can't – I mean, if, if Peyton doesn't work out, you can't just keep firing coaches. I mean, they, they owe so many, so much money, and he's got making a ton of money. And then the Russell Wilson thing with his contract and then all the resources they gave up for him, it, it's really sticky in Denver. The one 
maybe saving grace, and it could end up in the you know in the long run being a big saving grace, is that they might be in position to get one of the top quarterbacks, you know. And after giving up so many first round picks, if they hit on that quarterback, then it gets you know you can see the last end of the tunnel, but it's still going to be pretty sticky here for a while. I actually want to do uh, move over to the Raiders now, and you know you brought up Sean Payton. What grade would you give Josh McDaniels? You know, I think that like F. everybody kind of yeah, everybody <laughs> kind of got to see that on primetime, right, where he kicks the field goal to make you know a one score game, a one score game. But what I don't understand is you look at the offensive side of the ball. Maybe I'm a Notre Dame homer, but I really like Michael Mayer there. You have weapons, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, especially in the red zone. I don't understand why he's not getting more targets. Just what's going on uh, there, especially with the offensive side of the ball, because I feel like the talent's there, even if it is Aiden O'Connell behind center, but just something's off and they're not putting it all together. Yeah, well, Garoppolo's a starter. He, you know, he'll probably be back this week, I would think. Um, yeah. yeah, if you look on paper, there is a really a lot of talent on that offense with Adams is an elite player, arguably the best receiver in the league. Jacoby Myers is a fine number two. Um, J- Josh Jacobs is the reigning rushing champion. Colton Miller is a really, you know, above average left tackle. Yeah. Hunter Renfro is a guy who had 103 catches in 21. Myers is a kid that has a chance to be a good tight end. There's talent that Jimmy's won. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. The offense has regressed. They've uh, they've only scored 62 points. There's the only team in the NFL not to hit 20 points in the game this season. Oh. And, uh, yeah, and it's just – it's the running game is not working. And, you know, against Garoppolo and then a rookie in, in Connell, it, you you know, force those guys to beat you, and it, and it hasn't happened. So, yeah, it, it's pretty messy. It's funny because you know the Packers make that trade of Devontae Adams, and uh, my co-host here was probably about as angry as anybody in the state of Wisconsin uh, when when Devontae Adams got traded. Uh, and then I saw, and I quote tweeted it earlier uh, today before you came on, and said we were going to talk to you. Uh, you did a B-side about Devontae Adams, and you know, looking back, would you still have done that trade if you're the Raiders? You had a little poll question up. Uh, and I clicked on it and got a bunch of votes, and it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be of people saying yes to no. Is that fan base kind of really split on whether or not that was a good idea because of how bad they are? Yeah, I was pretty surprised by that, how close it was as well. And look, it, I really thought that was a good move for the Raiders. And I, I think I even talked to you after that trade happened. And I was really surprised that they got him for what they got him for. And I thought that – I thought the the – the Packers were very, I don't know if naive was the right word, but do they really shop him around or do they just say, okay, he's, we can't handle it anymore. We don't know what to do. He wants to go to the Raiders. We'll call the Raiders. Yes. That's what happened. Yes. That's exactly what happened. They said, okay, Devante, that's where you want to go. That's exactly what happened. Was this the NBA? You know? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have gotten more. I thought. And, and, and more from the Raiders if there was some, you know. And, you know, all the Darren Waller chalk, I, I think that was true, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was weird. I thought the Raiders did a nice job in that trade. He's certainly been just as good with Derek Carr and just as good with Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo and just as good with O'Connell. He's a star. The problem is they made that trade to go win a Super Bowl. And, they you know, they're coming off a 10-win uh, season. They, they got him, they extended Carr, they extended Waller, they extended Crosby, they extended Renfro. That was go-for-it stuff, right? 
And then they win six games and they're, oh, maybe we're rebuilding. And Dante says, Devante says it's stuff to the ringer. I'm not really into a, a, you know, a rebuild. I don't have time for that. He said the same words after the week two loss. Week two, I don't have time for this. Um, excuse me, week three, but still very early. So my thoughts is if because he won in Green Bay and he obviously doesn't like losing and he is playing winning football. So if these losses are pissing him off now, what's it going to be if it continues? Yeah, but but let me hold on. Let me just interject quickly. And I don't know how much what you watch outside of sports on TV, Bill. So, but I'll tell you, one of my shows that that we like to watch in our family is called Celebrity Apprentice, right? Uh, and they they have is it Celebrity Apprentice? No, uh, Secret Celebrity Renovation or whatever. Yeah, it is, whatever. yeah. You, sh- you shouldn't admit this in public, Sparky. No, I'm going to because it plays in what we're talking about. So last week, they Devontae, or right. was it was two weeks ago, one or two weeks ago, Devontae Adams was the guy that got to surprise somebody in his family. And right. he was the, the celebrity for the one-hour show, right. and they surprised his grandma and redid her house and the inside of the house and the whole deal. And she's got this, like, silver and black room that she's always had and everything else. All that talk, and I thought it was all a bunch of hubbub back in the day about, you know, wanting his family to see him play more and all that other stuff. You watch that hour show and you see just how connected he is to everybody. And he's not going anywhere and he's not going to ask for a trade because he doesn't want to leave his family. He's not going to leave his grandma and, and, and family. There's just no way. So he can do a lot of talking. But if you watch that show, there's no way his heart is leaving is leaving that fan base. I, I don't maybe I'm wrong. I just don't see it happening, Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, he's, I don't know. I, if I had to make a prediction, he's on another team in, in 2025. I'd yeah. be shocked. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bill, back to reality here. Um, uh, not not the reality world. As let's go to uh, the upcoming schedule for the Raiders. So a couple winnable games, in my opinion. You got Green Bay, young team. You got the Patriots. You got the Bears. You know, right. then it's the Lions and the Giants. Let's say things go south these next couple weeks. They don't get any better on the offensive side of the ball. Maybe do you think they do look to move a Devontae Adams? Or I know Max Crosby's great um, on the defensive side of the ball, but I just, you know, in the AFC, the AFC is loaded, and it's loaded with young quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. And now you look at this upcoming draft, and I just I don't know when we're going to get another quarterback class like this with Caleb Williams and Drake May. Even right. Spencer Rattler's been really good. Do you think there's any chance that maybe if things don't get any better, they just blow this whole thing up and look for one of these quarterbacks? Because I like Aiden O'Connell, but I don't think he's quarterback of the future. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. There are some winnable games here. Um, look, at the first four games of the year, the Raiders' opponents are combined 8-8. Eight and eight. That's not great. 
and then and they're one and three, and then the next four is six and ten. So they can get better. But yeah, if they do lose to the, you know, if they end up do losing to the Bears and the Patriots, and, and they're like, you know, one and six going into that deadline. Yeah, anything's possible. I mean, they got some appealing players. You throw, I think you throw Josh Jacobs into that mix. Who you know, because there's a decision that has to be made on him again in the offseason. So maybe you make that somebody else's decision. You maybe you don't get a whole lot for him, but maybe they they do get something. So I mean, yeah, Hunter Renfro. I mean, they're not using him and they're paying him sixteen million dollars a year, and he's not being targeted. So yeah. somebody could use him, you know. So yeah. yeah, there's pieces for sure. I was just thinking, obviously, too, you know, I said this last year, they're going to want to make a big splash because it's Las Vegas. And, I mean, um, again, like going back to Aiden O'Connell, you want a flashy name, especially at the quarterback position, a Caleb Williams or a Drake May. So do you think there is a lot of pressure, you know, to get this thing turned around quickly? And that kind of goes with Josh McDaniels, too. You know, how long is his leash? Because I would think that they'd want to get this thing moving pretty quickly, um, you know, especially building that big, uh, you know, stadium and moving the team to Vegas just a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, look at Mark Davis is all about the, the splash, and he wants superstars, especially being in Vegas, he, and especially seeing that stadium filled with opposing fans. What's it going to be like Monday? It's yeah. going to be ridiculous. You know, it's going to be just as bad as it was with the Steelers, and that really bothers Mark Davis. So he wants splash. He thought he got splash in in John Gruden. Well, that that didn't quite work out. But we, you know, that was John Gruden's issue. Um, he really thought Josh McDaniels was a was a great get. He thought he was getting a coup with this guy, and I don't understand why. But he did think that was a biggie. Um, so he he's tried to get Jim Harbaugh. So yeah, players wise, he he will want to, he will want splash. Um, and as far as patience, you know, if you look at his ten years, eleven years as the owner after his father's died, there's been times where he's been patient. There's been times where he's been overly patient, and there's been times where he's pulled had a quick trigger. So there's really no theme there, you know. Um, yeah. But if the losing continues, he does. He wants this to work out with McDaniel's and Ziegler. He does. But if it's like three and thirteen, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he probably is forced to do it. There's video of friends yelling at him in L.A. the other day, you know, to fire McDaniel's, and he's yelling back at him. So it's starting to get tense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What a mess. Well, at least he's got the aces still. Uh, Bill Williamson, you can follow him on Twitter at BWilliamsonNFL. And, of course, check out his website, silverandblackpride.com. We always go to him anytime uh, the Raiders are involved. It has something to do with the Green Bay Packers. Bill, thanks for uh, spending some time with us on Curtis Law, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Bill. Cool, guys. Good seeing you. Take care. Thank you. You bet you. Take care, Bill. There he is, Bill Williamson. Uh, on Curd and Long. And again, silverandblackpride.com. It's really good. Follow him on Twitter. He's got all kinds of stuff up, always has uh, content up uh, there. All right, let's move on here in uh, our Curd and Long episode. I saw something that uh, I found interesting. Uh, and I, I want to go to my guy, Ryan Horvath, because we know he knows everything about everything, and especially in the National Football League. He watches every game. my wife this, Sparky. See, you should be my agent or just my life coach around here. You're right. I do know everything about yes. everything. Correct. I know that. Yes. Thank right. You. Thank you, I, I, I don't fight. I don't fight it. So I appreciate this. The 33rd team, great website. They got a bunch of NFL personnel people, former NFL personnel people. Our guy Ben Fennell is affiliated with those guys. Um, so they do a really good job. Okay. So they put out quarterback power rankings, apparently. And I saw it for week five this week. 
So you know me, I I want to go see where our guy Jordan Love is, uh, and see kind of where he is ranked uh, this week. So let let's let's kind of uh, start from the the top, shall we? Uh, Patrick Mahomes is one. Okay, fine. No no surprise there. Josh Allen is two. Okay, fine. No problem there. Lamar Jackson is three. I come to you, Ryan Horvath, on Lamar Jackson as three. Do you like the offense that Baltimore is now running uh, with their new offensive coordinator, uh, Munkin, over there coming from Georgia? I saw that design run that he had yeah. for a touchdown this week, and he pulls two offensive linemen, and they are like his escorts into the end zone from like the three or the four-yard line running left, like left of center, I guess it was. That was a nicely designed play for sure. Yeah, like so far, it's okay. It's not really what I wanted it to be because there has been there has been a lot of Lamar like quarterback design runs the last two weeks, and that's because the offensive line for Baltimore is already beat up. Uh, they lost J.K. Dobbins, their starting running back. Uh, on my fantasy team, yeah. And they have a bunch of injuries already in the wide receiver room. Uh, shockingly, Odell Beckham Jr. is not healthy this season. So, like Zay Flowers is their only downfield threat. So, what I wanted to see in the Munkin offense was like what we saw at Louisville with Lamar, which would be Lamar in the pocket a little bit more, a lot of 11 personnel, a lot of three right. wide receiver sets, Lamar pushing the ball down the field. And like his A dot was like five point something the first couple of weeks of the season. It was a lot of dinking and dunking. But I think that's just because of the injury. So, so far, so good. I do like Baltimore a lot, but man, they just got to stay healthy. But the offense, an instant upgrade over what they had with uh, Greg Roman calling the plays. Right. I did not like Greg Roman. And a team that should take notes – in my opinion, one of the worst offenses, if not the worst offense in the league. Like Atlanta's offense is bad because they don't have a quarterback. The Steelers did have a quarterback. They've now offed him. He's probably going to miss some time. But Matt Canada is doing a very awful job, and I don't ever like never like them. lose their job, man. But it's like Joe Barry. You know what Matt I mean? Like Canada, former Badger coach, uh, uh, and then has went to numerous places since. Obviously, his time at Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, and that was a Bill Williamson guy, or not Bill Williamson guy, a Brett Bielema guy, Matt Canada. Oh, you want to talk about another guy that might have to go. I know he won last year. <laughs> That's bad. They're bad. I'm betting against them with Nebraska. I think they're going to lose to Nebraska this week at home. He's Nebraska's bad. not good either. No, no, but but Matt Rule like always takes a year. You know what yeah, I mean? Because His he, first he year always sucks. Culture. Yeah, yep. Brett's not good. He, we know why they were good last year. You saw Devin Witherspoon on Monday yes. Night Football. They were just loaded with talent on the defensive side of the ball. But, no, I do like what I'm seeing from Baltimore. hate what I'm seeing from Pittsburgh. And those those were the two teams I was fascinated with in the AFC. But I wouldn't be shocked if Baltimore went on a run. But for me, uh, all my money is now invested in the Buffalo Bills. The all Bills right. are the best team in football. So, uh, Jackson, three. Uh, Justin Herbert is four. Trevor Lawrence is five. Matthew Stafford is six. And... It looks like he's going to get Cooper Cup back here. So Cooper Cup allowed to start practicing. Uh, and I don't know if he'll play this week or the following week, but he's he's on the verge of coming back. This Rams team, not a lot of people were looking at necessarily in the offseason, but now all of a sudden I think you look at this Rams team and go, well, maybe, maybe they're a playoff team. I mean, they're not going to win a division, but maybe they're a playoff team. Yeah, the adventures of Puka and Tutu this season. Yep. So. I want my son to be a quarterback, and so I'm trying to get him to watch the All-22 every week of Matthew Stafford because – and I know he got dinged in the last game. Tell everybody how old your son is, Ryan. Ten. Ten. All-22. Ten. Okay. Ten years old. Yeah, yeah, because, like, nobody is playing the position better than Matthew Stafford. I think that he's too low on this list. Uh, Matthew Stafford right now I think is a top-five quarterback in the league. You know what's funny? We do, like, the NFC quarterback rankings – 
And I asked the same question the last two years. Like, did Matthew Stafford die? I like Jalen Hurts, but, I mean, Matthew Stafford's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Is he ever going to get any credit for that, too? Like, look what he did, man. In Detroit, those teams were awful. And not only were those teams awful, say what you want about McCarthy. I think McCarthy's proven he's a good coach, right? Matthew Stafford never had anybody with half of a brain. It was all these just schmucks. It was guys like Matt Patricia with, with like, breadcrumbs in his beard. And that, then he goes and he's with McVay, and they win a Super Bowl. And, you know, then they went to the playoffs the next year. Now they're dealing with injuries, but I want to see them make the playoffs. I'm a big Matthew Stafford fan. I think he's one of the more underrated quarterbacks. When it goes to, like, great throwers of the football, and that's where you got to, like, Aaron Rodgers, whenever he's on McAfee and they talk to the position, he always gives Matthew Stafford a lot yeah. of Anytime, though, they show the Mahomes no-look throws and stuff, and they're like, nobody on the world, nobody could do this. Matthew Stafford's been doing that for like the last 15 years. So I think he's a little bit too low. I've had a lot of fun watching him this season. He's putting together a ridiculous year. And like you said, he's going to get Cooper Cup back. So uh, really high on Stafford. I don't know about the Rams because they don't have a lot of talent in the secondary. But man, uh, Stafford's great. Yeah, uh, I've never been a Stafford guy though. Uh, seven, yeah. Dak Prescott. Eight, Jalen Hurts. Nine, Geno Smith. Come on, man. I yeah. mean. I know this was a story last year and everybody, you know, kissed up to Geno Smith about, oh man, what a story it is. But here we sit. And yet again, he he's still playing well. He's still doing what they're asking him to do. Now, he doesn't have to be Josh Allen, but Pete Carroll deserves a lot of credit for what he's been able to do in Seattle. They were down for a little bit, but I mean, what's Pete Carroll going on? 80, however old he is. And they they are at a point here where they're another team like the Rams, where they very well could be a playoff team, right? Yeah, I mean, um, I like Seattle a lot. And the reason I like Seattle is what they're doing on defense. defense they had 11 yeah. sacks in that game against the Giants. Granted, it was yep. against the Giants without their left side of their offensive line. But I love the Devin Witherspoon kid. Loved him out of Illinois. And then on the offensive side of the ball, man, you know what's scary about the Seahawks? So Geno's for real. Like, his completion percentage is ridiculous. But also, they're not even, like, using all their weapons yet. I like Kenneth Walker a lot, but imagine if they start using Zach Charbonnet more. They get uh, JSN involved in the offense more, sniffing the Jigba. Uh, I like Lockett and Metcalf. Seattle's scary, and I think Geno's really good. I think yeah, you're absolutely right. They're not using the rookies nearly as much as they could. Uh, and that'll probably change throughout the course of the year, I would think. Uh, okay, then two at 10. We all know about that. I, I Can I just say right here, I don't like this ranking, this next one. Joe Burrow at 11. Why? Based on what? Why is he at 11? I mean, you could argue Jordan Love has done more for his team than Joe Burrow has to this point. What, what three points last week? I mean, he's is hurt. This, this season or just yes. like... Oh. Yes, yeah, week five, quarterback part. So this changes every week depending on whatever right. I say. He doesn't belong at 11. No way does he belong at 11, Ryan. And I never thought I'd say that about Joe Burrow, but I'm sorry, I'm not in. And I know Jordan Love's completion percentage isn't high, and it's one of the worst in the league. I know, I know. But there's other advanced stats you can go to to find where Jordan Love does look really good uh, when you start talking about numbers. So for no. me personally, I'm not no. buying Joe Burrow at 11. No, now I'm pissed. Now, I mean, I know pro football focus isn't end-all, be-all, but I got it up, so we're going to do this really quick. Uh, player grades, two and number one. Wow. And they got him number 10. Two is right now the number one rated quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, two. Jared Goff, three. Mahomes, four. Josh Allen, five. Stafford, six. Dalton, seven. Russell Wilson, eight. Uh, we go down. Jordan Love sitting there at number 23. Seven? seven was Andy Dalton. Holy crap. Yeah. Short sample size. Yeah. See, like, wait, ignore snap minimum. Hold on. Yeah, let's ignore the snap minimum. Wow, Andy Dalton's still up there, man. 
Andy Dalton's putting up, putting up some good numbers. Uh, Jordan Love to, uh, is 23, MJ, and just below uh, Josh Dobbs, who's actually been balling out. But he is four spots ahead of – I'm sorry, two spots ahead of Joe Burrow, who's number 25. So, yeah, yeah this is argue. good because right. as we look at this, um, Goff is 13, Cousins is 12, Tannehill 14, Russell Wilson is 15, Brock Purdy 16, C.J. Stroud 17, Rich Anthony Richardson 18, and then Jordan Love at 19. You're talking about Dobbs. He's 31st on this list, only what, in front of Zach Wilson. What's the list? What's the headline again? Because now I'm confused. Here. Week five quarterback power rankings. Yeah, how how is Dobbs so low? Who did this? Uh, Derek Klassen is the guy that that puts oh. together the power rankings for 30. Oh, I actually love him. Damn, I wonder why. Um, I don't like his list at all. Yeah. Uh, so much off on that, right? Yeah, so Carr is 20. Mac Jones, Garoppolo, Watson, Fields is 24. Yeah, I'm fine Baker with Baker Mayfield, that. Daniel Jones, Ritter, Pickett, Young, Howell, Dobbs, Zach Wilson. Why is – man, we got – Baker's number 11 according to Pro Football Focus. Why is Baker so low? Baker should not be below Justin Fields. Is anybody <laughs> watching Baker right now? Baker's playing no. out of his damn mind. And I think that's a really cool story too. Um and I, I was making the case for Baker, though, coming into the year, man. Like, when Baker's been healthy, he's been solid. The problem is, you know, he got hurt, and then everybody, like – I mean, he was in Cleveland. It's a disaster there every year. Correct. Yeah, there's a lot off on that list, man. Um, okay, good. I'm glad I brought it up. One more thing really quick, because I was, I was all, like, making the case against this guy, and I know he's playing in the Shanahan offense, and, you know, if he doesn't get to his first read, he kind of melts a little bit. But Brock Purdy – is way too low on that list too. Like Brock Purdy had one incompletion last week. He hasn't thrown an interception all season long. Yeah, he's you know got him I mean? at like, 16, middle of the pack. I don't know if that's fair. I mean, he's on an undefeated team. I, I guess I, I guess we'll find out how good Brock Purdy is this weekend against the Cowboys because that's the game of the week. Correct. You will find out quickly how good he is. I want to go back to that Monday night football game uh, with Daniel Jones. He throws that pick to Witherspoon. He comes to the sidelines. He's I don't know if you saw this while you were doing the show. I bet MGM tonight. Oh, yeah. He comes to the silence. Here comes Dabble walking over with his little pad, iPad, or whatever it is in his hand. And yeah. he's pointing at his iPad and showing him whatever he's showing him. And Daniel Jones is looking at it and, and, and like nods his head. He Dabble takes the thing and throws it at the assistant coach and walks away in disgust. That is not good. Because you just gave that dude a brand brand new four-year deal. He's in the top 10 of quarterbacks getting paid in the National Football League after that deal uh, that you gave him after last year. Now, having said that, the Giants offensive line, like you said, was hurt. They have really no number one wide receiver, right? The Giants, they don't really have that uh, at this point. So no. is Daniel Jones being put in a position to succeed or is Daniel Jones just not that good, Ryan? Oh, that's a really good question. I was talking about this, trying to talk about this on my show last night. So I think there's like a little bit of both here, Spark, like kind of like Jordan Love, right? Jordan Love wasn't very good on, um, God, when was that game? I feel like the Thursday. Packers haven't played in like three weeks. We've been talking about the same Thursday. Thursday, Thursday is the line. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like Jordan Love wasn't very good against Detroit, but he was set up for failure, right? I mean, yep. like they threw the ball like 10 consecutive times to start the game. There wasn't even the threat of run. And you're going against a Lions defense that's getting pressured a 36% rate. And when they do get home, they're actually sacking the quarterback. And I get like they're top five against the run. But you at least had to 
I don't know what that game plan was. But that's kind of the way that I felt about Daniel Jones. The Giants had 11 days to prepare for that game, for the Seattle Seahawks. And I get that the defense looks good for Seattle, but there's still a bunch of young dudes in that secondary. And I just did not like the game plan. I get you don't have Saquon. Like you said, you don't really have a true number one wide receiver. But the reason I didn't like the game plan, and I don't think this had anything to do with Daniel Jones, there's one area where you could attack the Seattle defense, and it's been the same for the last two years, and it's the middle of the field, and they're paying all that money to Darren Waller. And going into the fourth quarter, Darren Waller had one reception for five yards. I know this because I bet on him to have 50 receiving yards because I was like, this is the game plan right here. And, you know, you think about it, like, I like Brian Dayball and I like uh, Mike Kafka, but they haven't been very good this year either. So, no, like Daniel Jones, to answer your question, is not Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I don't even think he's Dak Prescott. But he's not Zach Wilson. I don't think he's terrible, you know, but, like, I think he needs to be in a good system. Good offensive line, playmakers, wide receiver talent. He doesn't have that. So, it's hard to just blame it all on Daniel Jones because I actually like, you know, he made some plays in that game. He had a bad interception. The one thing you could say about Daniel Jones is he's tough as hell because he gets the crap kicked out of him every yep. single week, but he'll never win a Super Bowl. He'll never be the reason a team wins a Super Bowl. Like, could he be, could he be like, could he be Eli on those teams with that NASCAR pass rush? Maybe if he doesn't turn the ball over, that's the other thing though. He fumbles the ball still way too much. He turns the ball over way too much. I think the Giants screwed up. I talked about this. Remember, um, they were almost like kind of backed into making a decision that I don't think that they should have made, though, right? Because they made the playoffs. They won double-digit games. Brian Dayball was coach of the year, and you had to make a decision that year on Daniel Jones and on Saquon Barkley. Saquon I'm fine with, but you know what it kind of reminded me of? The Rams a couple years ago went to the Super Bowl, but you kind of saw that Jared Goff wasn't going to be the guy that could win that game because he couldn't push the ball down the field. And that's what right. McVay desperately wanted in the offense. So we went and got Stafford and that rocket for an arm, but also the Rams knew that Todd Gurley wasn't healthy. You know, like there were like, he got hurt at Georgia and the reports were like with his knee that he was going to have arthritis. And because they went to the Super Bowl, they paid both of those guys. Now they were lucky enough, you know, in a bigger market team where I still don't understand how they did what they did, but they kind of like retooled that team went all in for Odell Beckham Jr., Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, won a Super Bowl, but now they're going to be in cap hell for a couple of years. Um, yeah, and I just feel like the Giants probably should have just ripped the Band-Aid off, maybe sucked this year, maybe drafted a like, a like you know, they're like Hendon Hooker, bad example because he can't play football, I don't think, this year right. coming off the ACL, because this is like the year you want to suck, man. You want Caleb Williams. You want Drake May. You want Spencer Rattler. You want a kid that nobody's talking about in Tyler Van Dyke or one of these guys. So – Um, I just thought it was dumb because, yeah, it was like a nice year. But Daniel Jones isn't the reason the Giants won double-digit games last year. He only threw 300 yards three times, and two of them came against the Vikings, the worst pass defense in the league. um, I think he's a good backup. I think he could be like a starting quarterback of a playoff team, but I don't think it's going to be with the Giants. Not with Jalen Hyatt and these dudes, you know, as his top receivers. One last thing for you uh, on the way out. I don't know if you saw the report last night. Uh, some uh, reports out there surfacing that Urban Meyer and Michigan State yeah. uh, may have some uh, link. Now, Bruce Falbert said he talked to his people and said, absolutely not. There's nothing between those two. I talked to somebody that said he was most certainly in East Lansing yesterday. So I don't know what's going on or if that's going to happen one way or the not. But I will say this. The drama that will ensue 
if Urban Meyer is at Michigan State with Harbaugh at Michigan, oh boy. With Ryan Day at Ohio State, oh boy. I mean, and then the fickle hire Wisconsin still looks good, but now Urban Meyer's here too. Like this conference is bananas. And then you add USC in next year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I don't think it happens, but who knows? Especially in today's world of college football. I think it would be a great hire. Like, yeah, Urban Meyer sucked in the NFL, but he's a great college coach and he could right. recruit and he could turn that program around quickly. People are like, why would you make that hire after everything that went down with Mel, T- Mel Tucker? It would be a bad look. I don't know that it would be a bad look. Like, Urban Meyer, yeah, he recruited a bunch of criminals when he was at Florida, but like, those were they the won. times, right? He wasn't Art Briley. And right. He didn't really do anything wrong in Jacksonville. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you shouldn't, like, hang around after your team loses. You should probably travel with them thing, and hang baby. around yeah. Smokey's Sharky's yeah. Bar playing grab ass. But he didn't really do anything wrong. Like, you know, like, he didn't – he's still married. He didn't do anything. Didn't, like, he kick the didn't he kick a guy in Jacksonville, one of the players? The kicker. The, kick, the yeah. kicker. It was just a kicker, Sparky. They cost me money uh, every Saturday. Yeah, I wish I could kick, kick them, too, sometimes. But, no, oh. I think it – I – uh. I'll say this, though. In a dream world, yeah, I think Harbaugh, though, would leave Michigan. Like, in a dream world, that all happens. And Ryan Day's at Ohio State yelling at old people. And, you know, you have Lincoln Riley. Could you imagine? Coming. A- I think Harbaugh will go back to the NFL. I don't think he wants that smoke. I think he's going back to the NFL anyway. Could you imagine Harbaugh and Urban Meyer at Big Ten Media Day? Oh, my God. Get out of here, man. All day long. That would be amazing. And then again, if Matt Rule gets it going at Nebraska, and if Fickle can do what everybody thinks he can do at Wisconsin, and then USC comes rolling in, good Lord, this conference. One last thing, because now I'm all fired up to talk about this. Damn it, I'm going to do this on Saturday, I think, on my show. What sucks about, not sucks, I love the BetQL tailgate kickoff, but it's an hour, and it's got to be like bets, 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 and sometimes right. I just want to like talk about the main topics. And this is fascinating to me. but. um yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. Never mind. Because if it's we get Michigan into Michigan State, it's in the Big Ten. Okay, so if we want to talk about academics and everything else. He's going to get whoever he wants in. It's not Northwestern. It's not Wisconsin. He's yeah. going to get. It's like Ohio State. He's going to well, get whoever he wants. You're well, not going to run into. Oh, he academically can't make it. No, it's going to be like Florida. He's going to get who he wants. Yeah, short, short version of what I was going to say. The only thing with, with Urban Meyer is why would he leave the broadcast booth again? Because the other thing with him is like his health too. I mean, I think some of it was BS. I'm also a big Urban Meyer hater. But I mean, he had the heart stuff going on. Yeah. Remember, like he could barely get through a game. And then that's why I was shocked that he wanted to take a job in the National Football League. And I just didn't really like his style of offense those last couple of years, even at Ohio State. Like, I thought Ryan Day it was his time to take over things. I don't know. I don't know that it ends up happening. I'm cheering for it, though, because I like a good I like a good dumpster fire, and I think that might oh, be Oh, the drama. Just Harbaugh and him and Michigan recruiting against each other. All the stories you would yeah. get from recruits and their families, how they'd be running their mouth like about each other. Oh, my God. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. I'm going to listen to our uh, people out in 97-1, the ticket out in Detroit, our guy Reader. Michael afternoon and see yeah in Rieger because that's a great station and uh I want to hear what they're saying about that. Ryan last last week if you go back and listen to Curtin Long Rieger was on and we were talking about this game and he brought up Urban Meyer 
And now he said on the radio out there last week that he wants Urban Meyer at Michigan State. And I said, oh, my God, you're out of your mind. Like, there's no way that's going to happen. And boom, here comes the story yesterday. Oh, I would, too. That program is is a mess right now. But really quick on that, I just think that there's better hires. Maybe not, like, as far as, like, names for the casuals. But, dude, you got to go and get yourself. Like, if you got a shout out of Mike Elko, look what he's doing at Duke. Doing a great job. uh, Lance, look what Lance is doing at Kansas. There's there's too many – Hell, uh, the OC over at Colorado, man. You know what I mean? Like, there's yep. just way too many guys right now. I don't know if you want to dig up the corpse of Urban Meyer. You know what I mean? I Is that really something you want to do? Who knows, though? It's college football. It would be entertaining. He I is Ryan or he is Ryan Orvon, Steve Smart. You Fiber will be back again on Friday. So this is how we're going to do it. Friday, we'll do our confident concern, curious like we would normally do, right? Even though the game's Monday night. And then we will not record a podcast on Monday, game day. And we'll and my record- birthday. Well, it's your birthday on Monday. Yeah, I asked for the day off. They said they said no, but it is my what? birthday, so I'm glad that we're not recording. Yeah, I wanted to try to sneak to the game, to be honest. Yeah, with you, yeah. My favorite Sorry. team playing in my favorite place, Vegas. Yeah. So my uh, no podcast on Monday, but then Tuesday we'll record the greeting, uh, the occurring long podcast, I should say, and uh, we'll talk about Packers and Raiders then. But next podcast we'll record on Friday. Be up by Friday at five p- five. PM on Friday. Ryan, thank you so much, my friend. Uh, enjoy uh, the next couple of days. We'll talk to you on Friday. Talk to you Friday. UD Fool. Have a good one. Toodles.